You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast. His Abounding Grace with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work for an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a word in season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful, a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, we are excited to have two new broadcasts added to the When Christians Speak Talk Radio Network. Marriage Takeover, The Body of One. Hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson, it airs every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our hosts cover a wide range of topics to help build stronger marriages. They leave nothing off the table. Our newest broadcast, R3, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk, will air every second Sunday of the month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our hosts, Elston Green, Cleophas Malone, Antonio Mitchell, and Ray Rose, will create a space by men and for men to have real conversations. It's time to be free, men, from false standards and the expectations of society, family, and self. When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry, 
We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, so all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Thanksgiving, praise, worship, dance, song, missions, outreach, and Bible study. In adoration, we come before our Lord to have frank and compelling conversation with believers who embody the act of uncompromising appreciation for how the Lord provides for us and to reverence the very essence of who He is. We invite our listeners to sojourn with us to the throne of grace each month and continue to draw nigh to our Savior in love through our adoration. Adoration. 
I am Evangelist Lewis McElwain, uh, lovingly called uh, Evangelist Mac for this broadcast. And um, once again, I just have the joy of the Lord um, all around me as I have some very, very, very special people in my life uh, that will be online with us shortly um, to um, have conversation about a mission conference that's coming up in just about a week or so. So um, before we go any further, um, let's just get the atmosphere right to make sure that everything that we're doing is by divine order and that the Lord will bless our conversation today. So without further ado, our Father, uh, the wise one of heaven, the great Jehovah Yahweh God, we thank you, O Lord, through your Son, Jesus Christ, that today, O Lord, that you would be glorified on this broadcast that, Father God, that whatever it is that needs to be shared today will be shared. Whatever needs to be disclosed will be disclosed. Whatever needs to be celebrated will be celebrated. Whatever needs to be restored will be restored. Whatever needs to be rejuvenated and made new will be made new again, O oh Lord. For today, O oh Lord, is the only day that we know we have and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, Lord Amen. God, for your holy presence. We thank you, Lord God, for anointing. We thank you, O oh Lord God, that you have taken on the stain of sin that we may live, breathe, and move and have being in this place. Thank Amen. you, O oh God. We love you, O oh God. We magnify your name, O oh God. We Thank you, O oh Lord, because Thank you Thank have you, given us the most precious of gifts in the form of your Son, Jesus the Christ, yes, that, Lord God, yes, that through him, that he has become the propitiation of our mm. sins. He Thank has covered everything, Lord God, that we have stained, that, Lord God, when you look at us, you do not see us the way we really are, but we, you see us through the blood of Jesus Christ, that, Father, you look upon us favorably, and, Lord God, because of that, we are able to be able to make proclamation of your glory, of your honor, of your dominion and power. We thank you, O oh God, for you, you are all that we need, and because of you, O oh yeah. Lord, we have breath and being. We praise yeah. you, of you, we honor you, O oh Lord. In Amen. Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Jesus. Again, Amen. welcome, my beloved. I, I hear my voices already, so um, we are not going to. Uh, slow down the process and I, I'm just going to go ahead and make an introduction so I'm going to do it in my own special way the the, the great thing about this uh, above it who are listening is that 
I have such a relationship with these folks on that I don't need to work off of a script. I don't need to uh, do my homework, look at bios, because I have had intimate and personal relationships with the individuals that we are about to speak So, again, without further ado, I welcome to the Adoration Broadcast uh, members of Colonial Baptist Church in Randallstown, Maryland, under the anointed leadership of Reverend, uh, oh my gosh, I'm already losing my mind. Yes, yes. See, I got so excited. <laughs> okay, so I'm already going to be in trouble when I um when I'm there uh, in a week or so. Um, but yes, uh, Reverend Anderson, and so we we thank you that online today we have Reverend Cecil Cunnigan. We have. Amen. Brother Leon Clark. Amen. We have Dr. Charmaine, and I'm I'm going to pray I do not butcher her last name, but uh, Ayaguacun. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, and I believe we may have one other person on who is uh, Sister Florence Carter. Um right. She might be coming in shortly, but in any event, we have enough to work with uh, this morning um, as we are celebrating a wonderful occasion that is coming up next week, um, which I'm going to just go ahead and give Reverend Cecil the license to be able to just open up and share what's going to take place. Reverend Cecil? Uh, good morning, Brother Matt. Amen. And it's uh, it's it's uh, uh, again just a great opportunity that um, that you allow us to be able to share with you this morning, and we are so thankful and appreciative uh, of your invite. And uh, from what I recall, you saying uh, an open-ended invite. Uh, so, <laughs> so we, uh, we really we really appreciate that, and, and I really. Recall earlier, as you you mentioned, um, uh, you're affectionately known as um, Evangelist uh, Mac. You are affectionately known here amongst your family at Colonial as Brother Mac. Uh, Yes, sir. uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, No disrespect uh, at all. Uh, but we love you, and uh, we love your, your your lovely wife, and you guys have just become such a, an intimate part of our um, uh, of our membership here that we uh, we we just want to you know give God uh, praise and thanks. Amen. For, uh, for Amen. how He has allowed that relationship to develop over the years. Yeah. And yes. and brother man, we are excited very much as well. Um, and and as you mentioned. Uh, um, uh, under Shepherd uh, Dr. Robert Anderson Jr., just to share with you just a little bit about what's going on with him. In addition to to being, um, um, you know, very much in the forward of of our missions conference this morning, 
he's actually speaking with our men's ministry. Amen. Yeah, he's actually Amen. speaking with our men's ministry. So uh, he's uh, he's very busy, and we're excited about how God is is uh, is using our leader and how he has come alongside of, of all of us and uh, and shared his visions, his wisdom, uh, and his his godly preaching. So we uh, we're very 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 thankful of, of all of, of all of those things. But we are extremely excited that um, our brother Matt, we are approaching our twentieth annual missions conference. At Amen. Amen. Uh, Celebrate. <laughs> it, it really is a celebration, and um, God has just been very uh, um, uh, grateful to us and very merciful and allowed that uh, that vision that Pastor Anderson cast back in 1999, actually 1996, kind of cast a vision when he initially arrived here at Colonial, uh, but from that vision, um, the implementation of that first missions conference occurred in March of 1999. So we've come this far by faith. Amen. And uh, it's uh, it's just such a blessing to be able to uh, you know to say that. So so we began this year's uh, missions conference, and and I'm gonna allow um, I'm gonna have our um, uh, brother Leon Clark, who was our um, Vice Chair to kind of chime in with me a little bit in terms okay. of some of the details, but uh, we uh, we we uh, start our missions conference this year on Friday, uh, March eighth, and some of the the events that'll be taking place are the traditional events. Uh, we've kind of tweaked them a little bit, and we're doing things just a little bit differently. Uh, but we uh, we do start out with our pastors uh, conference, which we kind of reinitiated our brother Mac uh, I guess about two years ago where um, uh, we uh, Pastor Anderson hosts a a luncheon at 1 okay. p.m. here at the church that's primarily designed for for pastors um, new church planners uh, some existing church planners uh, and others that are affiliated with uh, missions and missions related um, uh, activities uh, to kind of come together, do some networking. We'll hear a great sermon, I'm sure, from actually from the first uh, brother who um, um, who initiated and worked through our first missions conference, uh, Reverend uh, Mitch McCraw. He'll be our speaker that day. So we just are really, really delighted that Reverend Mitch could be here with us on that uh, on that Friday to share with us. Uh, but God. that's going to be a great time. Because these individuals who come and, and attend that pastor's luncheon uh, are going to be able to get to kind of network. They'll hear some uh, stories and be encouraged from from others who have uh, who have planted churches who are in the midst of planning. Uh, so we'll hear from sort of like some neophytes, and then we'll have a good uh, mixture of some seasoned uh, pastors that'll be able to uh, to kind of share their stories as well and be of an encouragement. So that's going to be a great time. Uh, on Friday at 1 p.m. And then we kind of take the shackles off, Brother Matt, and uh, uh, our youth and young adults, <laughs> they, uh, they, they engage, and they kind of open things up that Friday night at 7 p.m. with what they have dubbed Unashamed Praise. Amen. And yes, uh, I, I'm not sure I'm not sure if you've had an opportunity. Yeah, you've had an opportunity to uh, to be at that on the same place. You participated along with your daughter. Amen. Um, yeah. So you kind of know what that's going to look like, and uh, that hasn't changed much. It's just gotten better. Uh, praise the Lord. It's just gotten better, and uh, so we're looking for, forward to a great time. We'll have a 
um, a, a word from uh, from the Lord from uh, a local minister uh, out of um, the, um, uh, we'll have a local um, uh, a minister, Pastor Dale Dennis, okay. uh, out of Wilmington, Delaware, that'll give us a, a message that uh, that Friday um, evening, and he'll also uh, give a um, uh, a call to um, um, a call to uh, an invitation. And so, hopefully, um, by, by God's grace, we'll see some people come to Christ. They'll hear they'll hear uh, an inspiring message, and they'll be able to again just kind of. Uh, worship in their own style, their own way. Um, worship, worship God. So we're looking forward to uh, a great time on uh, on Friday night. So I'm going to ask uh, Brother Leon to talk a, a little bit about some of the. Uh, on Saturday, we'll, we have what we'll, we'll we'll actually have five different breakout sessions. Um, one that will feature the children. And so, Brother Leon, tell us a little bit about what those uh, children's uh, activities are going to be. Uh, good morning, uh, Brother Mac. As we Good morning, Brother talk. Leon. <laughs> How are you, man? How are you, I my am, I am doing great, sir. Yeah, we're we're doing great. We're really excited. Uh, we're only six days away from uh, praising the Lord in such a wonderful way through uh, sh- showcasing uh, the work of our missionaries out out in the field. Uh, who have given up so much to uh, praise the Lord and to make sure that the Lord's word gets out there. Uh, And because this is our 20th year, it's even more special this year. Uh, So we're uh, thankful for being able to be on this show, that you uh, have always given us a hand in getting the word out about this uh, special showcase of uh, missionaries and so forth. So we thank you for that. Amen. Well, I'll tell you this, uh, Brother Leon. Um, uh, I owe Colonial a debt of gratitude that goes way beyond just the mission field, because Amen. again, if if uh, you know there some that may be listening that know the story, but maybe many don't. But the uh, reason that I, I'm even connected with you all is because uh, my uh, partner in the nonprofit Thirst No More Corporation, uh, Paul Davis, had reached out to uh, churches in the Baltimore area, Colonial being one of those, uh, just to um, go into partnership. And through that, we were connected with uh, Brother Clarence Smith. And it was Clarence Smith that eventually I was able to uh, be introduced to, and it was Clarence Smith who uh, put me in touch with the little woman that was out there in Guatemala doing missions in Chiquimula and suggested that maybe – um, instead of just going to Africa, maybe I should consider going to Central America. And so that began a process where um, not only did I get an opportunity to meet that little woman in Chiquimula, Guatemala, but the mission became a marriage, and the marriage uh, has gone into this whole new metamorphosis that I 
that is still expanding to this day. And Colonial has been an integral part of our marriage, our lives, and um, our support systems. And so, again, Brother Leon, to me, I mean, if if Colonial calls up and says we need some airtime, I will do everything in my power to make it happen whenever you need it for whatever purposes. Amen. Hey, amen, <laughs> amen. The Lord works in mysterious ways, doesn't he? Brother Mac, one of those very mysterious ways is that, as you remember, um, I mentioned that Pastor Anderson was going to be speaking to our men's uh, uh, breakfast this morning, and he just stopped by. Uh, he yelled in at us, uh, but, uh, <laughs> so, so we corralled him for just a moment to say hello. So he's here. Oh, wonderful. Oh, wonderful. Greetings, Pastor Anderson. Well, greetings to you, my dear brother. It's so good to hear your voice. And, of course, we love missions here, and we thank the Lord for all that you do. Praise God. So I want to just let you know, Pastor, that um, when you listen to the the rebroadcast of this, I totally, uh, your name totally just uh, escaped my mind, and I had to get Reverend C. Remind me who was the under shepherd of the church, and I apologize in advance, but you know that um, I love you dearly, and I thank you so much for all that you do, and especially for your love of missions, because it is intoxicating, literally, because when you walk into Colonial and you see that the person in leadership is just as excited about the mission field as the the others in the congregation where the leader is leading the charge as I believe the church should be leading that charge. It's a wonderful thing and you don't find it in a lot of places. So honestly, I applaud you and I thank you for even just stopping in to just say hello. Well, the honor is mine, and thank you. Uh, what did you call me, by the way? Was it uh, Brown or Jackson or Johnson? It, it was more like, um, 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 um. Uh. They, they, they forgot the pastor, right? They just didn't know my name. All right. I, Reverend, I'll Anderson. deal with you when I see you. But, yes, I know you um, will. But, but Pastor Anderson, understand this. My broadcasts are in the are usually in the evening because by that time I'm awake, and so this is a little early for me. Okay. All right. All right. Well, well, listen, I I certainly understand that, and um, uh, you have a a wonderful uh, support here for for you and your wife and uh, for missions, and uh, we haven't lost our vision. Our vision is the world. Call us world Christians. There are people all over the world on every continent that are just lost, and Jesus still gives to us the command to reach them. And if we don't, the devil will. And so uh, our task is ever before us. Thank you for all that you do, and uh, consider us co-laborers with you in the work of Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you so much. God bless you. On On that note, I have to leave.
I understand. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. So as we continue on, um, there is one other person that I haven't heard from yet, which is Dr. Charmaine. And so um, I don't know if I'm um, moving ahead of the process, but if um, there's anything, Sister Charmaine, that you want to share in relation to the uh, missions conference, please feel free to do so. Brother Mac, uh, no, I, I think you, you're, 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 it's quite appropriate that we kind of move towards um, uh, hearing from Sister Charmaine. Um, there's a lot of details that we, we want to share about the missions conference, but okay. there's also a lot of, a lot of details and, and quite a, a bit of history uh, in, in terms of Sister Charmaine related to, uh, to missions, uh, our short-term missions team, and our, our WMU, as a matter of fact. So she's, yes. uh, she's been uh, an integral part of, of missions here at Colonia for quite some time. And um, uh, so we want to uh, thank her first um, for, for, uh, for her years of service uh, and a time of service over so many years. Uh, Sister Charmaine uh, is a very humble spirit. Yes. Uh, so I just want to say that she has served as, as a women's uh, missionary union um, chair, chair for, for several years, did some great work there. Um, uh, and you recall Sister Connie Simon, yes. uh, who's been on the broadcast with us a couple of times, um, as leader of our short-term missions team, who, um, who stepped aside as of last year. And as a result, Sister Charmaine stepped into that spot. And uh, we, 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 with all of the great work that Sister um, uh, Connie has done in that area, we're so thankful that Sister Charmaine worked right alongside her for, for, for most of those, that time. And so, so, so there hasn't been um, um, uh, any learning curve that was going on with that. The, the short-term missions team under uh, Sister Charmaine is, is, is thriving. They're looking forward to doing a, a lot of great Things and the Lord um, this coming year and the, the, the time to come. So um, I just wanted to, to say that as a, as a little bit of an intro as she comes uh, and kind of tells you a little bit about herself and what's going on with uh, short transmissions. Good morning, Brother Mac. Good morning. And you could call me Charmaine. <laughs> <laughs> Not Doctor Doctor Oz. We're family. We're family. We're, we're family. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. It's my pleasure to be here, and um, as the leader of the short-term uh, mission ministry, and I came prepared to discuss our upcoming um, vision and and our upcoming trips this year, and also uh, maybe to address sort of the history of the short-term mission. So I don't know where you want me to get started. I'll wait on your cue. Oh, well, you know, you start wherever the Lord leads you to start. <laughs> okay. Well, I will, I will start first with um, what we are planning for this year, uh, 2019. And this is the first year we are going to partner with the North American Mission Board and Send Relief. And we are trying to coordinate what we call a vision tour as opposed to a mission trip to clock. Georgia. And Clarkson is a really small place. It's about 1.5 mile radius. 
and 32% of those people have been um, foreign-born, and there are about 60 languages spoken in Claxton. And um, the North American missionaries are working with these refugees, and most of them are refugees, and to share the love of Christ, help them to get um, sort of climated with the American culture and teaching them things like basic things, how to go to the grocery store, how to take a bus and train and um, various culture in the USA. So there's a lot of learning curves, and they are using this ministry to share Christ with them. So we are going to partner with them on October 17 to 18 to learn about what they're doing. We'll be having dinner actually with one of the refugee families, and they will be sharing with us their experience from the time they left home to the time they got here and all of the barriers and challenges they have experienced along the way. And what we will try to do with this is to see how we could um, reach out to our refugees here in Maryland. Actually, we do have um, refugees around and about. And as we begin an international ministry, which uh, Deacon Samuel Blake is going to start this year, um, this would be a very good way for us to launch out as we learn all that we could in Claxton, Georgia. Amen. So that's Amen. one of the avenues and interestingly one of our church members came up to me and she said I would like to go with you you know I was one of those refugees in Claxton Georgia I went to high school there I did my elementary school and I came as a refugee from Liberia so um, she will be joining us on that trip amen so that amen. was quite interesting amen mm-hmm. praise God now I, I want to share um Charmaine, I want to share with our audience um, that um, you have a special place in my heart, um, and and the reason for that is that several years back, um, mm-hmm. you, uh, along with the um, the WMU, and again for our audience, that's the Women's Missionary Union at um, Colonial Baptist. Um, you all helped me to uh, do a toy distribution that went out to um, impoverished youth in the yeah. Democratic Republic of Congo. And yeah. I, I need I need for the audience to understand that um, Charmaine literally just took control of the whole situation. She made sure that uh, articles were gathered together, packaged together, stored at the church, and I literally didn't have to do anything but to pick those items up and ship them. And so wow. uh, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, uh, if, you know, there's actually, if you um, are on the Thirst No More Corp uh, website, you can actually see uh, videos of some of the distributions of those items. But just the fact that, you know, when we when we're talking about things like toys or toiletries and things that may be here uh, in Western culture that we take for granted, those Mm -hmm. items 
are are a, a source of inspiration, hope to many areas of the world that don't have access to those resources. You know, a, a, a tube of toothpaste is exciting when yeah. you know. Uh, you don't have access to to those kind of things, and so again, uh, Sister Charme, I thank you so much for your organizational skills and even just for your presence. Because, as they have said, you're a humble soul, and yet within you there's so much power and so much um, so many gifts that that um that the world is being benefited from unawares and i just want them to know that you exist and that we surely appreciate so much for everything that you do amen well you're welcome thank you and we we actually got a lot of guidance um we did two operation christmas child prior to that um, toy drive, so we use the same um, skills that we learned from them. So it was really an easy process by the time you made that request. But we thank God. Um, Colonial members are very generous people and very supportive of these projects. So we were really thankful to all of them who contributed and brought different things um, to that drive. So it was our pleasure doing that for you. Amen. Amen. We just had Miss Florence join us here also, and um, she's also my co-laborer. She's everybody's co-laborer, actually, but <laughs> she is also well, my co-laborer for the short-term missions ministry, and um, we are very thankful to have her um, here in spite of the loss of her sister yesterday, but we oh, thank God. My. She is with Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. Welcome, Sister yeah. Florence. Welcome. Thank you, Brother Mac. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to see you. I'll be there next week. Um, uh, just to let you all know, uh, my wife, Myra, is actually uh, flying in on Thursday evening, just in time to run out there to Colonial for Friday's. Saturday yeah. and Sunday. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And you I'm all so know, happy. you all know that, um, um, and our anniversary is actually the following Monday. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Remember well. <laughs> yes, yes. 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 And congratulations. So, so, thank you so much. So you know, we our whole world is. Around the missions conference, so our, our marriage is around the missions conference. Uh, uh, my mother's <laughs> birthday is at the missions conference. Everything is. Wow! Amen. Wow. <laughs> Brother Mac, that sounds like a real family affair. It it definitely is. It definitely is. And so, since uh, since uh, Sister Florence is here, I'm going to, if it's all right with you, uh, Reverend Cecil, I want to just give her an opportunity to just share some of the things that she's doing as part of short-term missions and other that may be going on at the church. Oh, sure. Um, well, we're 
gearing up for our missions, our second missions trip to Panama that's coming up in August, um, from August uh, 3rd through the 10th. Yes, sorry. Um, so we're excited about that. Um, and, of course, we're, you know, gearing up for the um, 20th anniversary of the missions conference. So we're very excited about that. 20 years is a big, 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 big deal for us. So we want to come in and make it a big bang for the 20th (laughs) year. Um, And we're so excited to see you and Myra. I'm always excited to see you two guys. Um, We're just just pushing on with our missions, dream, and thoughts, and following, you know, the, 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 our plans for being a, a mission-minded church and reaching out to more um, churches that are mission-minded, trying to rally to see what we can do as a um, co-laborers and, and spreading the word throughout the um, international uh, field of missions. Amen. 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 I, I need to tell the audience that um, when I – uh, had the opportunity to go to Colonial. Um, when you walk in, and if you ever experience Sister Florence, she always has the biggest smile and the warmest hugs that you could ever imagine. <laughs> Thank you so much. That gives you an extra hug come on. That's right. That's right. I'm I'm setting you up. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, everybody, I want to kind of um, switch gears for a moment. And um, I noticed that you all have a theme this year that's really special to my heart, which is a theme that's called uh, We Worship. We love, we go. Yeah. Wonder where that came hey. from. <laughs> I, I, I do. I wonder where did that come from? <laughs> uh, we had this special, real special speaker last year to open up our Saturday workshops. I think his name was uh, Brother Matt. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, he gave a wonderful message uh, that uh, we thought was a good uh, 20th year anniversary for our missions conference. Uh, we worship, we love, we go. Yes. And it was such a powerful word that this brother gave that we just felt we needed to carry that over to this year. Uh, Reverend Cecil, uh, as he started thinking about the themes for this year coming, uh, it resonated with him so much that he said, I, I think this one is something we can work with. And, uh, Amen. So we thank you, Brother Max, for, uh, for uh, <laughs> foreshadowing. And Brother Max, yes, Brother Mac, I have to tell you that Brother Leon gave a, 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 a probably about a 95% accuracy in terms of how that developed. But the other okay. 5% is this. After, after you spoke in the um, in the chapel, mm-hmm. we were kind of standing towards the rear of mm-hmm. uh, of the chapel, and if you remember, Brother Leon, we kind of like looked at each other, bing, bing, bing. and we said, 
We think we have yeah. the same for next year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it really happened like that. And, yeah. and, 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 and even that same day, um, I think we communicated that with Sister Florence, the yeah. same day, the same day, the same Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we never went outside uh, doing any searching or anything mm-hmm. of that sort uh, for the theme for this year. So, um, 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 you know, we thank God for uh, for you. We thank mm-hmm. God for uh, Evangelist uh, Lewis McElwain, right. who gave us such a, a, a powerful message uh, last year that it resonated. You know, in our hearts, our minds, and even our spirits, Amen. Uh, that that uh, it's still alive today. Amen. Uh, and 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 it's, it, there's such truth in uh, that thing, yeah, uh, because it 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 does resonate throughout uh, the fiber of of mission yeah. and the Great Commission. You know, that's why we're here. We're here to to worship the Lord our God in spirit and in truth. Um, that worship that we have for Him. Um, it it is shown through the love that we have uh, and that God has for lostness and Amen. bringing people, Amen. you know, to Christ. And as a result of our love for 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 others, we are encouraged and commanded, in fact, you know, to go uh, to the uttermost parts of the world. Amen. Amen. Uh, Amen. And that's what our um, our um, um, desire um, for missions and and for uh, fulfilling the Great Commission, and part of part of that going is also being shown uh, this year, as Sister Florence mentioned just a moment ago, um, in in making that second trip uh, through the short transmission team to Panama this year. Yeah. And Amen. I think um, a Sister um, Sister Charmaine maybe wanted to give us a little bit more details, if that's okay with you, um, just about what that's what that looked like last year. Uh, and what it's what it's going to look like uh, this year as we go forward. Is that okay, brother Matt? Well, let let me interject something, and then um, I'll okay. give uh, Sister Charmaine a chance to speak on that because I need to make sure that uh, those who are listening um, in our audience understand that um, that we worship, we love, we go. I wish I could take full credit for that, but I have to be transparent. <laughs> There's a history, and I think that my colonial family needs to understand the history behind it so that I think it will even um, give insight even more as to maybe why uh, those words on that Saturday morning were so impassioned. Let me just give you just a a brief uh, setup on that. So I had just gotten an invitation to take part on my first true international um, mission trip with an organization called Meet Me in Africa. And that uh, mission effort was led by a woman by the name of Yvonne Limbo. And so Yvonne is a resident in Philadelphia, but Yvonne, in order to um, share the mission opportunity, uh, came from Philadelphia to Maryland to talk with me 
and another pastor friend of mine. And literally what she did was she came into the home of my pastor friend and she gave a presentation of what the mission trip would encompass. Now, in her vision, that mission conference, I think uh, it incorporated eight countries in Africa and that there would be different groups that would go to different countries to do mission work. And so, um, of course, I was in um, – she she – not only gave a presentation, but at the end of that presentation, she had written a song. Interesting enough, the name of the song is called We Worship, We Love, We Go. Now, <laughs> now, now the song itself is seven minutes. It's, it's, in fact, it's over seven minutes, so I, um, I can't really play it all on air. However, um, what driving factor is that she literally stood up in the family room of my pastor friend's home and sang this song with so much anointing, so much enthusiasm, so much passion that I could not escape the influence of God had laid on her. And I have never forgotten that. And I pray that for those that do, whether you do long-term missions or short-term missions, that we take the passion of that, you know, we worship, you know, which, you know, the, the word worship just really uh, illuminates and, um, and elevates the fact that God is worth it. He, he's worthy of that yeah. worship. Then worthy. we worship, we love, because we cannot do anything on this earth without the love of Christ Jesus in our hearts. In fact, we can't even love first loving us as scripture tells us and then of course the the grace of commands is that you know we go we 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 launch into the deep whatever that means and Mm -hmm. so with that passion and with that enthusiasm that song to this day rings in my heart and that's what you got on that Saturday morning with the short amount of time that I had to share that as I, of course, I was uh, understanding that I only had 15 minutes and I had to get it out and get it out quickly. (laughs) And you did that well, Brother Matt. Very well. (laughs) Amen. Amen. I I just had to let you all know that, um, I think is is really important, and so um, I actually called um, friend Yvonne to let her know that your theme was going to be "We worship, we love, we go." Amen. Because yes, yes. Because number one, 
I didn't want her to think that I was plagiarizing anything. And all she could say was like 15 years later, and and that those words Damn. are still moving mountains. That's what she said. And Damn so. Man. Amen. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry, awesome. I had to get that out. Wow. Well, thank you for yes. sharing that with us. Yes. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm going to uh, turn it back to uh, uh, Sister Charmaine. Amen. Well, on that same note, um, we worship, we love, we go. We went to Panama in 2018. And we work with missionaries Tim and Tina Lauderbeck of the International Missions Board. And um, we had a, um, a team of about 16 adults went with us. And our main um, work was in English as a second language. So many of the Panamanians wanted to learn English. And um, that was the, really the hook to get them interested in hearing the gospel. So they got free English classes and their opportunities for jobs are greater if they can speak both languages. And the young children at school, they wanted to really learn conversational English. So they may learn some at school, but to be able to really pronounce the words was very difficult for them. So they came to the classes and um, And they started this in the church on evening classes, and it grew until they had a noon class, an evening class, and um, it just kept growing and growing and growing. And so our task was very simple, actually just to talk in English, and um, we did some of the lessons, but then they also had an opportunity to hear our story, why we came, and what was our passion, and they all listened well and um, had many questions regarding the gospel and so on because it's a primarily Catholic uh, society, and Mary is really the main focus of their worship. Right. We also did uh, street evangelism, and it was a little bit different. Um, I've done other types of street evangelism, but this one was literally to prostitutes in the um in the night and they literally waited every single I think it was Thursday night yeah. or so they waited for this uh, missionary to come by with food and, and drink hot coffee and hot tea and um share the love of Christ and um we gathered from Colonial also little toiletries and things and those ladies actually Cried when they got it. They said, shampoo, wow, we were longing for shampoo and lotion. Those little things meant so much. I mean, there were tears. And um, and this, this missionary just, you know, say, you know, God loves you. And there was no judging. There was no criticizing their lifestyles and things like that. And um, she said along the way, they would call her and say, you know, I'm off the street now. I'm, I'm in a proper job. I'm serving Christ and um, things like that. So the work was really growing, and we were glad to be part of that. We also went to the college where the, um, they developed what they call an English club. So they didn't use the word Bible so that many people would come to it, and they said, okay, people are coming from the USA with um, – and able to, to 
to use conversational English to talk with you. So the English department was really excited about that. And we talked to many of the young people, and they were really interested in hearing the gospel. They were excited, and um, the tracks we left, they asked for more and so on. So we want to go back and continue that work in Panama. It's a beautiful place to go, actually, and we'll be going from August 3rd to 10th, as Florence mentioned previously. Amen. Okay, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um that is that is so encouraging to hear. Um, wow. <laughs> so um, let me let me um, kind of I'm gonna put I'm gonna put uh, each one of you kind of on the spot for a moment. So uh, bear with me. So I'm gonna mess with um, Brother Don first. And so, Brother Leon, if right now you have the floor, my, uh, we have an audience that's out there. They are intrigued about missions. They are wondering um, about uh, how to evolve, how to um, to be instruments for God's use. What would you say to them um, to get them started, to get them going? What would you share? Brother Mac, I would probably share my first, how I got interested in it. Uh, One of the brothers that uh, used to run the men's ministry here, Andre Daly, uh, he went on a miss. He actually went on a vacation that actually ended up turning into a missions trip. Uh, he ran into a brother down there, and this guy showed him some areas down in uh, Dominican Republic that just sort of spurred Andre uh, to to look to see what he could do. It just it, it it touched his heart in such a way that he was so touched that he came back on fire, and he shared at a men's uh, just like at a men's. Uh, gathering like we're having uh, out here in the church right now. Um, And it touched my heart because he was so um, enthused. He was so on fire. I just wanted to see what it was about. Uh, So uh, he organized a trip for men to go back. Can they lower that? But... um, so the following uh, year, we went on a missions trip to the Dominican Republic, uh, where we took 26 uh, men and women, and uh, it changed my life, Brother Mac, to 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 go down. Uh, you go on these trips thinking that you're going to help them, but you get so much out of it. Uh, by going, it changes your heart. It changed how I uh, saw the use of money. It changed how I saw uh, my Lord and Savior. It was almost like being able to have an opportunity to walk in the footsteps of Jesus Christ because you're actually uh, doing the exact thing that it records in the Bible that he did which was to be on foot, to go from neighborhood to neighborhood, 
spreading his word, hugging people, sharing love, and uh, just being in it uh, is just an overwhelming experience. I mean, it changed my life forever. I'm, I'm telling you that it's one of the things that I would wish uh, would become an experience that everyone, uh, especially those who call themselves Christians, uh, would experience. I feel that if you don't go on a missions trip uh, as a Christian, you've missed out on a critical part of being a Christian. Uh, and to experience it for yourself is a wonderful thing. It just overwhelms your heart. It uh, it changes how you think about giving. Uh, if you're a person who has taken the blessings of God for granted, it will change your heart in that area, um, and it gives you a heart to do the things that the Lord has, as Brother uh, as Reverend Cecil talked about. He's commanded us to do these things, um, and I think that a lot of people think that think it's optional to be missionaries, that, you know, Reverend Cecil or or Sister Florence or Sister Charmaine were anointed to do this, but we're all called to do this. I think that sometimes people miss that point, that it's a command to all of us who believe in the Lord, who know the Lord, and that the Lord knows us. So I think it's that would be the thing I would say to people is that experience it for yourself. Uh, don't take someone else's word for it. Uh, our pastor always tells us that as he preaches here. He says, don't just take, you know, what I'm saying for it. Go read it for yourself. And so I'm saying to people, go experience it for yourself. Be a part of missions. Go on a missions trip. It will change your life. Amen. Well said. Well said. Well said. Yeah, you know, I think um, I find it really interesting that um, there seems to be so much um, apprehension in uh, people just uh, stepping out in faith and just, you know, experiencing things. And and you know, you can you can you can step out in uh, small portions just to get a taste of what the mission field is like. And, and again, the mission field in and of itself has so many definitions, uh, you, you know, so whether you're talking about, again, long-term missions or short-term missions, whether you're talking about international, you're talking about national or local um, missions is within families, uh, missions is at work. I mean, everything encompasses missions because everything is about outreach, and outreach is basically about extending uh, your hand and your heart to just say hello to someone, to encourage someone, to love someone, and to be a support for those that are in need. And so thank you so much, um, Brother Leon, for, for sharing that, because um, – you know, again, we've been given an assignment to Amen. go, <laughs> yep. and whatever definition that means. Um, but but what it does not mean is to just be idle and to just be 
saved and satisfied within your own Christian experience, but the real growth is uh, being able to touch other cultures, touch other lives, touch other individuals, to be able to maybe listen more than speaking, to hear what's going on out there, and to, to understand the needs of God's people. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. So I'm going to, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to put uh, Sister Florence on the spot for a moment because, uh, first of all, she owes me this huge hug and uh, greeting when I see her. So, um, Sister Florence, again, um, coming from not only short-term mission background, but also one that's administrative. Can you share some of the challenges or maybe a short story or or however the Lord leads you as far as your own experience? Well, last year, um, going to um, Panama, we were asked to bring taller trees and flip-flops and and open it up to the church to make donations. And it was so overwhelming, the amount of giving. I mean, we had so much supplies that we carried with us that people could take five and six pairs of uh, flip-flops to their families. And so it wasn't just for those that were there. We had enough that we could send them home with extras. Mm -hmm. So just to see the giving uh, and the need when we got there, they were so excited. Flip-flops, something that, you know, we just look at as as slippers or just something just to throw on our feet. These were very important to these people. And even um, as Sister Charmaine had mentioned about the prostitutes, um, just overwhelmed with getting shampoo and to see the people's needs that they have. And and we, like she said, we we went there with a loving heart, Mm -hmm. and they saw how we loved and how we were there to share the gospel with them, that they just opened up their selves to just share some of their trials and tribulations and asked us for prayers and wanted us to just, you know, hug on them. And we did that. And, and to be there at that time, it was just, it was, I can't explain it, but being a missionary, you, you've been there, done that. So I'm sure you have felt that before, how people are so appreciative Amen. for the minor things. And, and just to go with uh, what Brother Leon had said earlier I was one of those Christians that took my blessings for granted. I was one of those Christians that felt as though I wasn't anointed enough to go on an international missions trip. Once I let go and just trust God, everything just flowed perfectly. Um, I did not have to wonder how I was going to communicate with people. I didn't have to wonder how they were going to perceive me. I didn't have to wonder about anything because I was going there with a purpose, and God just led me. The Holy Spirit was in me, around me, for me. So everything just worked perfectly. So you sometimes, you like they say, let go, let God. That's mm-hmm. what I did. 
So it, it, it just works so so much so that I am going again, and I, I, I pray that I'll be able to go again and again and again. Wherever he <laughs> wants me to go, I will go. Amen. Okay. Amen. That's my experience. And you said that with authority. Love it. I love that. <laughs> I mean it, brother Matt. I, mean I know you do. I know you do. I know you do. And and see, this is what um our audience needs to hear because um you know, it's it's not you you know, many times I think that we feel that we we may not be qualified because, you know, mm-hmm. uh we're not at a certain status in the church or, you know, maybe we don't have a grasp of uh, every precept uh, of the, of the Bible. You know, we, you know, sometimes you kind of feel like you're just not adequate enough. Like what, what could I share? You know, what, what is it that I have that could actually help anyone? But, you know, I try to tell people that some of the most powerful stories in the Bible relate to people that don't even have names. So, for instance, um, you know, we always talk about the woman with the issue of blood. Yeah, yeah. But we don't know her name. We don't know anything about her uh, genealogy. We don't know anything right. about her upbringing. What we right. do know is that she had a condition, and she mm-hmm. tried to do it uh, through the normal resources of her time, and mm-hmm. the answer was there. But when her eyes gazed upon this man called Jesus, and to be able to go through the throng of people just to get to the garment, and that our Lord and Savior could say that he could literally feel the virtue come out. I mean, what more powerful witness is it than that? Amen. 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 And and there are no PhDs or other initials after the name. It, it's right. it's just a willingness to be used to to yeah. go, you know, and to teach and to to uh, you know restore and to reconcile those who are lost back into the household of faith. Thank you so much for sharing, Sister Florence. Thank you so much. So you know what? Look, we're already, we are so close to the wrap-up. And um, I want to give both um, Sister Charmaine and Reverend Cecil a chance to kind of expound, too. So I'm going to start with Sister Charmaine just to, you know, to just share with our audience what missions means to you and I guess, you know, whatever you feel needs to be said to impart on those who may be a little um, shy or, or 
just a little hesitant to to go, what would you tell them? Brother Mac, uh, I'm going to interject right now. Uh, Sister Charmaine did have to to leave for another another planned event. Um, oh, okay. So um, we we want to keep her keep her lifted up as she she goes uh, uh, to another ministry event. But I have to say, uh, from a personal perspective, uh, I guess for for many years, uh, my 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 mother, you know, God bless her, she she's she's going on to be with the Lord. Amen. Uh, but but my mother was was uh, was somewhat of a well, she was a missionary, uh, and if you might recall. Um, Back in the day, as they say, in, in some traditional um, um, uh, Baptist churches, missions was was looked at as home missions, and the uh, the, the missionaries who who um, performed that that service were were mostly the women, and uh, yes. you know in the church, and mm-hmm. and and they did do a lot of the the visitation, the the uh, the caring for. Uh, primarily, um, you know, sick and shut in, and um, uh, and those that were in the in the local communities. And I was at that time kind of drug alone. <laughs> but what was happening was that there was a seed that was being planted, mm-hmm. and uh, and that seed, uh, um, its growth was was uh, was slowed uh, at some point in in my life. But eventually, that seed did um, did did kind of take 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 hold and. My uh, my initial uh, mission trip was was one that involved uh, uh, a short term trip to St. Kitts that our, our short term mission team in Kelowna was involved in, and to kind of piggyback on what what Sister Florence was just talking about is that really it it once you once you have that uh, experience of of really using the power that that God had. Uh, 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 empowered us with from Acts one eight, um, we um, you know you you you, you kind of get the bug and and that power in, in Acts one eight says that when 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 we receive power, we have become witnesses and and so um, that power was what you know drove me you know to the mission field and and my involvement uh, with missions uh, here at Colonial and at some point I. God just placed it on my heart that if you you're involved in missions, you're involved with the, minist- the administrative part of it. Uh, you you, you kind of need to get your feet uh, uh, wet and dirty a little bit. Amen. Um, <laughs> and I think that's that that's kind of what drove me out um, to 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 experience what missions really meant and kind of uh, bring the circle uh, full um, full full circle for me. Um, so it's been it's really been just a a great experience, and having had the the actual experience of being out on the mission field for for several different trips into several different places, um, you know, just just to, uh, developing that um, uh, that desire, it changes you. Amen. It it, Amen. it changes you, and 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 you you want to tell everybody yeah. uh, about the goodness. Of Jesus Christ, and what an opportunity that we have to penetrate darkness, um, and we have so many different opportunities, Brother Mac. You know, we 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 have so many people who feel as though that uh, I'm not uh, fully physically able to go. 
uh, I'm not financially, you know, able to go, uh, and I'm not spiritually equipped to go. Uh, but there, but there are ways that we can 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 go beyond that because everybody can be a missionary um, through our prayers, through our giving and support, or even through our physically going on the mission field. And the mission field is not always uh, the uttermost parts of the world. That's right. You know, uh, a mission field could potentially be in our home. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mission field could be in in our local neighborhoods, yeah. loving our neighbors, yeah. and uh, the mission field could be in um, in Georgia. <laughs> you know, it could be <laughs> yes, it could be local. Yeah, it could be stateside. Right. But um, but we all can be missionaries. And I think once I um, actually came to that understanding that I can be a missionary too, which is one of the things of our, our children's right. um, um, focus this this missions uh, conference. I can be a missionary too. I can be empowered to go. Um, it, it 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 can it can make a difference, brother Matt. Sharing the gospel uh, at over two thousand feet elevation through an uh, an interpreter to a young nineteen year old called Shakir. I will never forget his name. And okay. hearing him through an interpreter say, "Yes, I believe." And guiding that young man through the sinner's prayer, the believer's prayer, it's a, it, it, they have just life-changing experiences over yeah. and over and over again, you know. Um, so it's those things that, uh, that inspire me and that uh, give me the, the hope that I can share that kind of inspiration with others so that they, too, um, uh, will feel that power mm-hmm. and, and, and exercise their faith because faith it's what makes it yeah. possible. Amen. But faith doesn't make it easy. Amen. There's, That's there's right. still a challenge right. that we Amen. face uh, in, in this, in this, in, in, in the Great Commission. Um, so um, that's kind of that's that's kind of my story, and and I, I just hope that it resonates with others as uh, as they consider how um, God might use them uh, in this ministry of. Um, of, of reaching lost people for Christ. Brother well, Mac, could you then, mind if yes, I sir. interject here real quick? Uh, please, something that the please. Lord has been saying to me. You know, a lot of people uh, don't go on missions trips because uh, they think first of the language barrier. And so I wanted to, you know, dispel that myth, so to speak, because God has given us languages that resonate regardless of what tongue you speak. And so everybody understands a smile, everybody understands laughter, everybody understands a hug, everybody understands music, and everybody understands love. So you don't have to actually communicate through language to communicate with people. And so I think that, you know, a lot of times there's those four to five common languages that every one of us speak that, you, if you smile, everybody understands what a smile is. If you hug a person, everybody understands what a hug is. If you laugh, everybody understands what a laugh is. And music is the, the universal language, so to speak. And then love, because, you know, that's who Jesus is, 
uh, allows us all to be able to communicate. He has left a piece of himself with each and every one of us through the Holy Spirit. So that gives us that connecting point across it doesn't matter what country you live in. So I just wanted to make sure that anyone who is listening understands that all you have to do is bring those things to the table, which he's gifted every one of us with, and, and you're qualified to become a missionary. Amen. 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 Praise God. But um, I've got about five more minutes left before we have to say farewell. This has been a great, what was what the song say, a great getting up morning? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, um, uh, I, I just, I, I just cannot tell you um, how excited I am about the mission conference coming up. That twentieth year, definitely a milestone, and just the wonderful connections that have been made through Colonial, through Pastor Anderson, and through. Uh, you all's efforts and so many others that are uh, working uh, behind the scenes to make sure each and every conference uh, is better than the last. And (laughs) I'm just waiting with expectation that um, my world will once again be turned upside down by something that's going to be shared, maybe in one of the breakout sessions or maybe in Sunday school or maybe the the Sunday word, wherever it comes. Um, I have an expectation that it's going to be awesome. So yeah. with the maybe the remaining uh, five minutes that we have left, so I'm going to turn it over to you to close us out in any way that you are inspired to do so. And again, okay. knowing that um, I, I surely appreciate everyone uh, giving up a little bit of their Saturday morning to hang out with me. Um, Amen. It's been a wonderful time, and I can't wait to re-listen to uh, this broadcast to um, uh, just be able to really absorb everything that's been shared. So, Reverend Cecil, it's on you. Uh, we, we just want to take just a moment to kind of review some of the, the uh, events that will be taking place during our missions conference so we can encourage people to come out. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we, we will have uh, quite a few things going on for the children, uh, Brother Mac. Uh, Throughout that morning, we'll have uh, Tom Fox with the uh, Open Air Campaigners. They do a great job of um, uh, with the wordless, um, uh, wordless book. with the wordless book that'll be done by um, uh, Vince McKinney. Uh, we'll also in that afternoon for children, we'll have uh, some puppet ministry uh, items going on and face painting. They'll get balloons and um, just some 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 Bible stories that will. Uh, encourage them in in mission so that they can get um, 
um, a better understanding of what it is about uh, 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 missions and that they can become missionaries too. Uh, we'll also have uh, workshops being done by, um, and these are some new workshops that we're doing, uh, as, we, um, as we, we think more and make greater efforts towards collegiate ministry, ministering to millennials and, and young adults Amen. on the college campuses. So we'll have someone, Dr. Mike McQuitty, that will be here doing a breakout session um, related to uh, collegiate ministry. Um, and the navigators, um, you you probably, I'm sure you're familiar with the navigators and how I they am. do uh, uh, evangelism. So we're going to have uh, Jeremy Simmons who will be here doing a breakout session um, to talk about doing missions in everyday conversations. Uh, that's going to be a big um, a big workshop. We'll also uh, uh, have um, an international missions uh, breakout session where we'll have a couple, Jim and uh, Jennifer Bowers, who are here from uh, Mali, West Africa. That uh, couple, Brother Mac, reminds me so much of you and, and uh, yeah. Sister Myra. Yeah. Uh, they've been on the field in that area for uh, for over 20 years. And okay. they just happen to be here uh, stateside right now. And uh, so we uh, we encourage folks to come out and hear about the challenges that they face, how God has um, has 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 brought um, deliverance and resources for them to be able to stay in that area and to minister in that area. We'll also have um, unleashing women in ministry and um, Sister Charmaine that you just heard from, along with um, a, one of our other sisters, Linda Stewart, who just returned from a missions trip to Ghana. Uh, she'll be here and she'll talk a little bit about the, um, her experience in Ghana. There's a lot that's going on. Of course, that's Saturday. On Sunday, uh, to close us out, we'll have um, uh, Dr. Ken Weathersby will be our keynote speaker. He uh, is um, um, an African-American that serves on the uh, executive uh, committee of the Southern Baptist Convention. He's been involved in a lot of um, uh, African-American initiatives um, from that position. He's, uh, he's been a, a great brother and friend of our pastor and colonial. So we look forward to, um, we look forward to him uh, being here with us as well. Just want to remind people that they can uh, check us out at, uh, uh, for contact information. They can, of course, call the church. Um, and then they can check, us, check our website out at uh, www.colonialbaptistch.org slash missions. If they go to that, that, that missions link, then that will give them more information. And they'll actually also be able to register, Brother Mac, yeah. for the conference there, you know, as well. Uh, so Amen. we're looking forward to uh, a great time. There's a lot going on. Uh, we know that you and Sister, Sister Myra will be here on um on, on Friday uh, for that yes. pastor's luncheon at one. Uh, hopefully uh, you'll come out and, and get yourself tired out with us uh, on Friday night. <laughs> Amen. Uh, and then Amen. Saturday morning, there's a lot going on. Uh, Saturday morning, we'll begin at 9 o'clock Saturday morning, and uh, we're going to shorten it a little bit uh, to kind of keep everybody's attention, um, and we'll end up at about 2.20 on Saturday. And then on Sunday, now, we'll be looking for you and Sister Myra to be in one of our Sunday school classes presenting. We're going to split you guys up this time. Uh, oh So you'll okay. be sent to our, to our men, and Sister Myra will be with our women's Sunday school classes. 
um, and uh, and then you'll be a, a part of the um, the display tables as well. And brother Mac, I just want to say this that that's, that a Sunday school at Colonial is huge, Amen. and that's yes. why we ask our missionaries like yourselves to present to our Sunday school classes. Uh, uh, Colonial was was uh, was founded upon Sunday school, and 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 that is just a great testament to how important the gospel word of God is. Amen. And how studying Amen. and to learn and to show ourselves approved, how important Amen. that is. So Amen. that's why we do that. That's why we have missionaries show up in our Sunday school classes because we want the two reasons. We want them to be able to share their experiences uh, so that the members can become excited about going on mission trips and supporting missionaries. Amen. And then secondly, we want those missionaries to have an up-close encounter with the love of God from our uh, from our, our members, because that gives our members an opportunity to, to love up on those missionaries, to show them uh, how much we support and we love them. Um, uh, so, and that's building that missional relationship. Amen. Amen. So we look forward to you, Sister Myra, being here with us and sharing in this great experience, our 20th annual. Missions conference. Amen. Praise Amen. God. A perfect way to end. So I'm I'm right up against the the clock. Um, Sister Florence, Leon, Reverend Cecil, and of course we had um, Sister Charmaine on earlier, along with Pastor Anderson. Uh, my Amen. colonial family. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, you know, and thank to you. my uh, adoration audience. We thank you for you getting up early and hanging out with us. And just know that about an hour after we wrap up here, the broadcasts will be available uh, on iTunes, on Stitcher Radio, on Spotify, and you can listen to it in its entirety. So we thank you, and we, we just pray that, Everything that needed to be received was received, and that, Lord Jesus, in all things, you were given all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Amen. 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 Good day, everyone. God bless you. Bye. God bless. All right. See you soon. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.